Miami man perishes in the Skagway Harbor and Skagway's vote to sell its clinic to search approaches. And Haynes Beer Fest is back this Memorial Day weekend. The latest on the Lutac dock upgrade process, plus Senator Murkowski's staff visits the Upper Lynn Canal. It's the KHNS Local News. I'm Mike Swayze. Those stories are up next. KHNS is searching for a news director and will have limited news coverage until the right person is found. In the meantime, we'll bring you interviews with local government officials and newsmakers. Today, we have Melinda Munson from the Skagway News and Haynes Borough Manager Annette Kreitzer. Melinda Munson from the Skagway News, thank you so much for joining me to talk about what's been happening in Skagway recently. What's the latest? Well, our police department and fire department have been incredibly busy. In one week, we've had two tragedies. The celebrity solstice had a man overboard, um, actually a woman overboard, on May 17th. And our chief of police was the one who took the report when the solstice came into the harbor. And then things got worse on May 20th. We had a male um, seasonal worker who jumped off the Broadway dock, started swimming, made it to a shore, some rocks that are on the side, spent a little bit of time on the rocks, then got back in the water and started swimming back towards a cruise ship in the pier for Broadway Dock and just went under and never came back up. Yeah, it was the Norwegian Jewel that was at the Broadway Dock at that point. And, Correct. And a lot of people were there and it witnessed was, it. It was a hot, sunny day. There were passengers coming back and forth. So there were a lot of people who saw him go under, saw his body in the water, um, and, and his body stayed there for about a day until a dog crew came in and was able to actually sniff the water and alert the crews to where his body was in the water, and they were able to recover him. Oh, wow. Do you and know where that was? It was pretty close to where his body actually went down. And so that was 32-year-old Anthony Rodriguez of Miami, Florida. And do we know him as a seasonal worker in Skagway? Correct. He was a seasonal worker in Skagway. We've had a lot of struggles in Skagway lately. Um Police have been answering a lot of calls for uh, individuals with mental health distress. And so I think it's really important to stress that anybody who's struggling and needs some extra help can always call the clinic. And the clinic, um, Del Memorial Clinic, will get them connected with services. And in an extreme emergency, they can always call 911 and the police department will come to you immediately and help you with whatever it is that you need. I think it was, uh, you know, it was the chief during his uh, interview that won him the job when asked what his number one issue in Skagway was. He said it was mental health. Correct. And we're in a place where we're understaffed. We haven't had a real season in a couple of years and the tension's pretty high already and we're only in May and I can only see it getting worse. So I think that as a community, we really need to take care of each other and, and really monitor ourselves and make sure that everybody's doing okay. Yeah. And what else is uh, happening in Skagway as the of other, late? The other big thing, we've got a vote on July 12th on whether Skagway is going to retain and keep running its clinic or if we are going to ask Search to come in and purchase the property and take over operations. It's a really emotionally charged issue for Skagway. Skagway basically built that clinic from the ground up. It's kind of its baby. Unique in that it's the only one of its kind in America. As far as I can tell, we are the only municipality-owned clinic left in the country. We're going to vote on July 12th. Um, And the reason the assembly gave for having that vote July 12th versus waiting for the general election in November is that the clinic cannot hire, let's say, an executive director because 
it's so unstable and people want to know who they're going to be working for. And and that was the reason given for having the special election on July 12th. Uh, Search has said they'll come in twice. They'll come in once in June and once in July to do a town hall meeting. Um, They've set up a landing page where residents can send questions to, and that is going to be search.org slash Skagway. And they did last summer come in and hold, you know, a forum. And so that information is available, I assume, at Skagway.org. Yeah. Basically, search in those meetings promised that whatever services Dahl provides now, that search would kind of maintain those services. Melinda Munson, thank you so much for sharing what's happening in Skagway. I appreciate it. Thanks, everybody. Take care. And now I'm joined by the borough manager of Haynes, Annette Kreitzer. Uh, Annette, what's happening in Haynes? Well, Beer Fest, of course, and we've got lots of people arriving. So with people arriving, we just want to remind folks to be careful with their trash because apparently I'm hearing reports that we're seeing, you know, some folks not cognizant of where the trash cans are, but there are trash cans on the about. But during Beer Fest, we're going to have camping at Clingett Park. And I just want to remind folks to be respectful of the new longhouse that's there. It's a beautiful building. And then also the public beach area around the cruise ship dock is where people are going to be able to camp. We hope people come and have a great time. We're just really looking forward to, again, having, you know, something great to do this weekend here. It'll be great for the businesses as well. Of course. The next thing that's happening is Senator Murkowski's staff is coming both to Haynes and to Skagway. Now, this isn't the senator herself, but it is her staff. So if you're having an issue with the federal government, This is your time to talk to Senator Murkowski's staff on uh, Tuesday the 31st from 2 to 4 p.m. at the post office. And they'll be in Skagway June the 1st from noon to 2 p.m. at the post office there. This week you had a borough assembly meeting, and I know one of the things on the docket was to discuss funding for the pool throughout the summer. What ended up happening on Tuesday night? The assembly postponed the amendments. There were amendments that were proposed to increase funding for the museum, to increase funding for the pool. And because at the third hearing, there wouldn't be a lot of opportunity for public engagement, the assembly wanted to make sure that people were aware that the amendments had been made so that people can think about that. And then the assembly will take up those amendments on the 14th of June. Okay, so that's at the next uh, assembly meeting. And then uh, what else came out of the meeting on Tuesday? Oh, my goodness. My... (laughs) 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 I don't know... uh... For folks who are listening, boy, what uh, fortitude they had because we went to almost 1030 that night. And so there were just quite a lot of, you know, concern with zoning issues about, you know, what the community looks like now and what it would look like with any proposed changes and the community purpose exemptions for 501c3 entities who might be looking for, you know, that property tax exemption because they fit the criteria under our code. Um, so the the assembly acted on those requests. Uh, any major new developments uh, as far as the LUTAC dock project? No, there are no major developments about that. We're really in a holding pattern with MARAD, which is the federal agency which oversees this project because they're the ones that have the $20 million grant. Right now, what we're doing is we are pursuing this project using what's called progressive design build. 
And what that means is that we will contract with a firm who will help us select a design build team because this is a very specialized type of project when you're working with a dock. So the owner advisor is who we are going out for an RFP for. And that that firm will be the firm that will help facilitate the public meetings and then work as an uh, intermediary between us and the design build team in terms of evaluating the proposals that we get from the design build teams and being able to tell us, you know, which proposal is going to be the best proposal for Haynes. Okay. Annette, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. You bet. No problem. For KHNS News, I'm Mike Swayze. Thanks for joining us. You can listen to and read the news at khns.org. You can also subscribe to KHNS News anywhere you get your podcasts.